Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the No Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. I am Jay Tilly. So, a little bit of news. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> My guy. Woo! I am such a Cody junkie oh. and I hope I wish he would come on NXT tonight and come out. Oh, and, that'd be a huge pop for know, NXT. They, they yeah. So they they have this um antique setting um, the way they have it all set up and they could have the microphone come down and it would just seem like Madison Square Garden. Cody would come out and then out comes Jade Cargill, whatever they're going to call her. And then Brandy could come out and go, I don't know who the hell said that tonight was open mic night. Oh, so man, a JT, J Tilly, the J to the T dude. Wrestling is really starting to pop. And I just got to know, how is your AEW brain handling 
AEW slowly becoming sports entertainment. Oh, Uh-oh. see, I was spoiler. I was on that route until recently. Like I thought this week between actually even going back to last week, Dynamite to Collision, uh, to Dynamite and to Collision again. Like I feel like this is the AEW that I'm used to seeing. Like the little dovetail booking of things and the the putting matches together. And I, I just thought like, all right, they're getting away from some of the sports entertainery stuff. Not that there's not all there, like Book of Gold and all their shenanigans is very <laughs> sports entertaining, but there's entertainment, but they're still doing the really good in-depth storytelling, like, you know, Adam Cole and that whole situation. The next stuff with Samoa Joe and Roderick Strong. Oh, man. Um, yeah. You know, you're getting, I just, there's still so many other like threads of stories. The Chris Jericho now teaming with Kenny Omega to take on Takeshita and his crew. You have the elite, the Hung Bucks winning Ring of Honor six-man titles. So they're doing all this stuff. And I don't think there's nothing to the Ring of Honor getting big stars right now. I'm very curious if with this television deal talks and everything, we're not going to see Ring of Honor on TV somewhere. Because Dude. you just gave the Young Bucks and Adam Page the, the six-man titles. So three of your biggest stars now have Ring of Honor titles. Kenny Omega is now your Ring of Honor champion. Uh, Athena is just doing amazing things. I am wouldn't be surprised if this new era they're talking about coming out after Wrestle Dream isn't going to be the max deal with live streaming Ring of Honor on it or, or something to that effect. Yeah, because it definitely like it seems a little what's going on here. So, so yeah, I'm excited the, I, about AEW. I'm a little sad Jade left, but I think she will do better in a, in WWE right now um, because I think she will she fits WWE. She's got that that over the top star power. Um, she's green, so getting her through NXT if that's where she shows up, which I personally think she'll show up main roster. But wow, yeah, okay. I, I think she'll go right to the main roster. Even though she was a perf- so, performance center today, is the rumors. Um, I just see her going straight to main roster. I, I don't see a couple reasons. One, it's a huge get for WWE, so it's a huge. We just stole their their you know went sixty and O title holder. We just got her in WWE, and no offense to NXT, they're not the highest viewed show. Why not push her right out on SmackDown, you know, and have her work, you know, uh, have her show up and take on EO Sky or, or right in the title oh, picture, I think. God, yeah. yeah, I think you do. And if they feel she's too green, you start doing vignettes for her or have her pop up live and build into the storyline that, well, I hear the best of the best is down in NXT right now, that being Becky Lynch. I'm going to go down and, and make a name for myself there. But I think your first pop, your first showing of her needs to be on either SmackDown or Raw. Because one, it's a big F you to AEW. Like we just stole your biggest, you know, biggest champion women's star. Ha ha ha. Well, wow. not biggest. They didn't get Britt Baker. But, yeah. you know, we stole <laughs> yeah. we stole Jade Cargill, who is wow. a really well-known. And, and I just think that would be a, a waste of a pop if you have her on NXT, huh. personally. So I, I wholeheartedly agree with, you know... You you bust out your shiniest, newest toy. Um, but then at the same time, you're like, well, there's nights where NXT is hitting almost a million views. And that's when the main roster folks are there. Well, you could say that the NXT folks, you know, the, the boys and girls down there. Oh, we were doing just fine without you. Yeah, you were getting six, seven hundred thousand votes. It doesn't matter to them. They're making development money either way. But you bring Jade Cargill out and have her um, start a feud 
maybe Natalia stays down at NXT for a little while or Tegan Knox stays down at NXT for a little while. That would be a fun program and that would get people watching NXT. But at the same time, like you said, man, like you roll Jade Cargill out, whether it's Monday night or Friday night. And I almost think Friday night would be a bigger slap in the face because it'd be the night before collision, and which would generally be the right. Yeah. Yep. And that would be a cacao. So good, good, uh, good say by you, sir. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's another big get like Cody was huge and I think Jade's pretty good. Um, you know, the opposite side of that is I'm sure there's going to be some big names going to AEW, the flip side of it here. Eventually, you know, all rumors and indications are, Adam Copeland could be showing up to uh, possibly as early as Wrestle Dream and get involved in the uh, two out of three falls match with Darby Allen and Christian. So that would be a huge steal for AEW if they could pull that off. But, you know, there there's going to be somebody, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, like some of these people's Becky Lynch, like some of their contracts are coming up. And in, I think 2024 is what Feifel is reporting. And who knows? Tony Khan might just go, all right, here's a... Uh, how much you making there? Here's a million dollars more. Come, come over here. Can you imagine Becky Lynch popping up in AEW? Especially if they get Mercedes Monet in there with her, and now you've got Becky and Mercedes who could join the Outcast if you want to put them with Soraya and Ruby Soho, and now you've got four ex WWE people Dang. just causing havoc. Um, wow! And there's just some dream matches I think Becky Lynch would be involved in. Becky and Chris Statlander, Becky and Tony Storm. We never got to see that. Like, yeah, never got to see, and like, we never got to see. Obviously, the the character that Tony Storm is now. Oh, it's so good. And they only scratch the surface on her in ring work. If you watch her now, that would be you know. Plus, once um, you know, Thunder Rosa is back. Once uh, Hater is back, just like yep. oh man. So that's um, but yeah, that's uh, good stuff. The you know, I think. WWE with their house shows, with their live shows and their uh, Mondays and Fridays. And now with their new deal, um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff with this deal, too. And, you know, USA is going to get Friday Night Smackdown back. And you're thinking, oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, Everybody's under one happy roof. Not so fast. So that means... You know, what I'm thinking is, okay, cool. I'll just set it and forget it on Mondays and Fridays, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. I'm just going to record off of USA. But uh, Monday Night Raw and NXT are rumored to be on the move off of the USA network. Oh. And where they looks like right now where they're going to land is on Amazon Prime. Wow. So streaming service and all this other stuff. So you're going to have, you know, the deal with Hulu is going away. Um, WWE basically had like a one day tape delay deal with with Hulu. So that's going away. Uh, Monday and Tuesday are getting off of USA and going to a possible streaming service. There is still a chance that they stay with the USA. um, It's not Paramount. You, You know, the the USA family. Um, but yeah, and just the money that's being thrown around and you're seeing, you're seeing stars being made. Jay Uso, never did I think he would be able to pump a crowd like he's doing right now. When that new, his new entrance music, everything hits, you know, he's going face to face with John Cena, with Cody Rhodes. Uh, you know, he's already done a lot of stuff with Sammy, 
um, and Kevin, but it was always as part of the bloodline, not the guy and dude The you know, they're doing a lot of really good things um, on Mondays, uh, Friday, you know, you're, you're starting to hear and see signs that Roman Reigns is going to be back. And what is that going to look like with him being back? Who's going to be the next challenger, you know, to go after the title? It's uh, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I don't know how you felt about the show for Monday. I really enjoyed it. Yep. And I thought it was really it, good. It felt like some really good business was done. Um, I'm really interested in what they're going to do with Nia Jax. I did not like the fact that she squashed uh, um, Zoe Stark that way. Because yeah. I thought we were getting ready for a big push with her and Shayna Baszler and all this yep. other stuff. And they get Nia Jax back and they're like, all right, we're just going to squash everybody. I, I didn't like that at all. I thought at that was all. poor. Totally agree. I, I understand what they're trying to do. Hey, she's this big monster heel. Okay, feed her, uh, you know, anybody. But the people that we keep hearing are getting the push. Like, talk about Zoe Starks is in that program with Trish. And then she looked like she was on, like, this trajectory. And now you just squashed her to Nia Jax. I'm mean, like, come on. I would have rather seen her out there. No offense to Tegan Knox, but like Tegan Knox could have taken that loss. Or um, I'm trying to think of the tag team that came up, uh, Fire and Desire or whatever their names were. Like either one of them. Like you could have put any of these NXT people who aren't really showing up on the main roster, even though they got drafted, put them in their first squash match. I just, yeah, or, I was really disappointed in that. Or not even book her for a match. They just catch her backstage. Like she comes walking out with her suitcase and she just starts you know, smashing everyone in the hall and then she could go face to face. Maybe she goes face to face with Zoe Stark and, you know, some some words are exchanged or she goes face to face with Shayna Baszler or, you know, something. Um, she gets into the ring. You know, you hate to do it to Natalia, but she's Teflon. She's going to she'll she's a Hall of Famer. Like you said, Tegan Knox, um, uh, Mrs. Gargano there, the the pixie Chelsea like, Green. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that, you know, Chelsea Green, that would be a good story because there's connection there. And, you know, you're the you're a tag team. They call you a champion, blah, blah, blah. Now she can get into a program with Piper Niven. And, you know, th you know, that could be a good story. But I totally agree. I think it's not quite 50 50 booking, but it's just about like taking all of the air out of her sails when it felt like they, like you said, that they were going to send her to the moon and um, kind of a bummer because that program she had with a hall of famer, a future hall of famer and her, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was strong and I liked what they were doing with her since they brought her up to the main roster. And then, yeah. I, so I got, I got one for you as a, as a Cody fan. <clears throat> do you think this spinoff into the Judgment Day stuff is because The Rock came back and he's not going to have his match at WrestleMania, so they're building more of a Cody versus Judgment Day? Because all indications were he was going to flip over to uh, SmackDown and finish his story, but then, poof, The Rock shows up, and now The Rock's out there talking about how he's okay with doing WrestleMania and all this other stuff. What do you think? Do you think this was a planned run for him to do with the Judgment Day and lead into something, or do you think this was a... Hey, we know we said we were going to give you Roman at WrestleMania, but we're going to push that. And I'm just curious what you, what you read into it. Yeah. So as a Cody fan, yes, it makes me batshit crazy. And I think deep down in my Cody soul, um, you know, there could be a chance for some real, like a real shitty thing to happen to him. But then on the other side, I'm like, well, wait a minute. This is just a target of opportunity because Hollywood is shut down right now. 
and The Rock wants to keep his brand in the focus. So he's going on all these shows and he's now the clickbait. And, you know, I didn't I I don't know if this is to stir up something with Roman coming out and saying, hey, you know, you know, you don't even know I was the one who turned it off or one of the elders comes out, Rikishi comes out, whatever. And, um, you know, but for 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 Roman to break the record, Cody's got to win it at SummerSlam. Okay. So Cody will go into a program and main event night one, or maybe he's the opening show on night, the you know, the opening match on night two. Um, and we'll then be there live Slam. to find out. Just saying. What's that? We'll be there live to see it. Just saying. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I can't wait. Yeah. So, uh, so I think he'll either main, e- I don't actually, I don't think he'll main event night one. Um, I hope that's either a tag team or one of the women's championship matches. I think that'd be awesome. So, um, but yeah, I think he'll, he'll overcome another hurdle at WrestleMania. Maybe it's solo Sokoa or maybe it's, you know, something that we're, you know, we're not seeing right now. And then maybe it's um, Jimmy. Some, maybe this yeah, whole time maybe- Jimmy's playing a big long game and he really is still part of Roman and, or, or you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious. But yeah, it definitely threw me for a loop, especially when he comes on and he's doing all these media blitzes and Roman or um, the rock isn't going to say something by accident. Like, oops, I let it slip. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he's I don't know what his payday would be, but it wouldn't be, you know, anything many people will see in their lifetime. Um, so no, I'm super excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing the rock live. Um, you know, especially if he's in the main event and he's looking at the lights at the end, that would make Roman King shit of the mountain. And then when Cody beats him, it would make him more King shit of the mountain. So (laughs) Kinger, Kingy. So, so maybe good news, bad news, but, uh, latest is. There is a tentative deal to end the strike. So could be uh, The Rock goes, oh, never mind, guys. I'm, I'm going yeah. back to movies. <laughs> the Rock says, I got to go back. I'm going to make. The Rock uh, says, I'm going to go make $36 million yeah. instead of <laughs> instead of two or whatever. This, yeah. I've got this $500 million franchise that I've just signed on with. Don't mind me. Yeah. Um, but, I'm joining you know, the Star Wars universe. I'll see you later. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So no, that's good. Uh, I think that would, you know, that would do a couple of things. Um, it might speed up John Cena, whatever story he's in. I was hoping there was going to be something with LA Knight. Uh, shout out to La Knight. Uh, yeah. Hope he's feeling better. Popped for COVID. He's another and, one uh, whose contract is coming up. Yep. And that. they're a little bit apart on uh, um, yep. some, some cage. Oh, now that would be a so, huge steal if oh WWE, oh, or if AEW grabbed him. That would be like grabbing. Yeah, that would be good. That would oof, that'd be a top top star right there. So we're talking. So this is. Do you think it does anything for AEW if they sign a couple of the wrestlers that the WWE let go? So the only ones that, and I, I think we might have talked about this earlier. So just recently, let let go of Dolph Ziggler and Shelton Benjamin. Couple other people, but those two to me stuck out as people I'd like to see to go AEW. Uh, mainly Dolph because I'd like to see him work with his brother, and I think that would be cool. That would be a cool, like another br- brother tag team you could build up <laughs> to take on the Bucks or FDR. Like I think that would be fun, and I think oh, I think Ziggler was very underused 
in WWE, and I think he would be able to come out and do his stuff. And then Shelton Benjamin, yes, for in-ring stuff, but more for the producer role. Because uh, a lot of those really good matches that I fell in love with, like watching on Raw, like you go back and you see that he was the producer on some of them. And a matter of fact, I think he was the producer on the Cody uh, Chad Gable match. So I think he produces a lot of Chad Gable matches. I'll have to go verify that. So for our fans out there, I'm not 100% sure. But I'm pretty sure he's the one of the main producers for those Chad Gable's matches, which, yes, please, like, give me more of those. So I, I would like to see him. Now, if he wants to get in the ring, I wouldn't be mad to see him in Will Ospreay or him in, you know, Kenny Omega or him in Danielson. Like, there's some really good matches he could do. But I, I see, I'd like to see him more in a producer role. But I really would like to see Dolphin, his brother, just goofing off and, you know, having a little fun tag team. That'd be cool. Yeah. Just imagine what that four-way dance would be uh, with the Hardys. You'd have um, Edge and Christian. The uh, Edge and Christian would come out. <laughs> that that would be awesome. Uh, obviously, you'd have to have the guns in there um, just, you know, for the for almost the comic relief of, uh, of, of what Colton's got going. Or is it Austin? Jay White was like, and Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else got these elaborate names and they're like, yeah, that was pretty rock good. Hard, juice, up, juice, rock. and then Austin, like, damn. <laughs> and it almost so. like, I don't even know if that was on purpose because it almost looked like he, he legit forgot what he was going to call him because he, yeah. you know, whatever he called uh, and Austin. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, and, did he forget his line? But yeah. whatever, I loved it. <laughs> and then the, and then he was just like, yeah, <laughs> like he was upset. So he played it off really good too. And um, you know, we we were uh, fortunate to meet the guns before they were even really the guns, and um, f- just very jovial. Looks, um, you know, like they're they're happy to be there. They're taking it all in, and um, you know, they've been around the business their whole life. So I think it's they're you know ingrained in it. So the, a lot of the ad libbing was uh, was was pretty good. So. That would be a would be a fun four way, you know, Bucks, Hardys, uh, Guns, Edge, and Christian. <laughs> Man, woo! So another that. another free agent coming up here soon is uh, some that you know. If you don't watch the two big ones, you don't really know. But I think would make a big impact wherever he went, and that's Sammy Callahan. You know, he's supposedly leaving Impact uh, oh. very soon. Apparently, free agent like within the next few months. And he's not their current title holder, but he's been their title holder. And he's a guy that can can yeah. get it, get going in the ring. Like, I'd like to see some Moxley, Sammy Callahan oh, storylines. Yeah. And, like, there's some stuff he could do. So, I'd, I'd be curious. You're more of a TNA Impact guy. Like, where do you think maybe he might go? Or yeah, where he would he would fit f- in, I guess? Yeah, he would really fit in um, in the NXT brand just because okay. of the storytelling. And then his wife, uh, his wife is also a wrestler. So that would, you know, that would be another aspect and they could, you know, sort of play off of each other a little bit. But I don't know that he would want to go down to NXT when you consider he was in one of the most like memorable storylines with Tessa Blanchard, um, where Tessa Blanchard went on to become the first world champion of a wrestling organization, uh, woman, women world champion. And, you know, that's that, you know, that says something I think he would do really well um, in MLW. I think that would be really, really cool. He wouldn't get the reach that he would, he, you know, he's getting now. But, um, you know, MLW is supposed to be working on their TV deal with WWE coming off of Hulu. That may open another opportunity for them 
to get a, uh, a really nice TV deal. So him leaving Impact, I mean, that's he's not quite AJ Styles homegrown, but he's been there a minute. So um, I think he would do really well in Ring of Honor. Um, he could have some really fun matches with uh, with all the wrestlers on that roster. Ooh, can you imagine and, him and Eddie um, Kingston in a program? Yeah. Him and Shibata? Shibata be, would be... That, that would be some good yeah, stuff. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, there are a couple other contracts on Impact. Impact is trying to keep everyone right now. And NWA just basically hit the reset. So everyone they have, whether they're a champion um, or they're in a storyline, they're they're all pretty locked down and, and not going anywhere. So um, I don't think Eddie Kingston... Or not Eddie Kingston. Um, sorry. Who are we just talking about? Uh... Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan. I don't know why I was thinking Eddie. Because uh, I said he would take. He would be a good match with Eddie Kingston. So. Yeah, I don't think Sammy would be good on N- at NWA just because he's a little more theatrical. Um, so we'll see, see, I see him go into one of the big two or staying at Impact personally because Impact's like number three, a distant number three, but they're number three. And like you just said, like going to MLW or even NXT would almost feel like a step back. And I think for him to forward his career and do more if he wanted to. Again, I don't know the guy. I haven't talked to him, but I would assume maybe he'll do the Moxley thing and go do the independent runs for a while and pop up in AEW every once in a while. Um, but I mean, AEW's kind of seems to be tightening that a little bit because Eddie Kingston just dropped out of. Uh, he said he won't be doing independent bookings anymore. Uh, Moxley hasn't done his met. Well, I mean, he's injured right now, but although all accounts are, he's cleared to wrestle again. So the injury That's that we all so feared great to hear. on Wednesday looks like, okay, it, it, it sucked, but maybe not as bad as we thought, and everybody kind of went to instantly panicking it was. Um, still good on him to, to make the call in the, on, in the moment to change the title because he didn't know. Um, so I thought that was, <laughs> yeah. you know, that was pretty good. So glad he's back. Uh, from what I understand, the Adam Cole injury is a little more worrisome. Yeah. Mm. So there's some concern is what uh, some of the things that I've heard have come out is there's concern for his knee, although he's still booked for the match on Wrestle Dream on Sunday. So maybe it's a work. I don't know. That's not a work. He hurt himself. <laughs> like I saw it as soon as he jumped, but maybe it's not as bad as uh, we think. We'll see. Maybe they'll write it in a storyline on tomorrow night and we'll see something on Dynamite. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. But cool. Yeah, I was curious about what you thought about Sammy Callahan. Because like I said, you're a bigger TNA guy. So wanted to get your opinion on that one. And then the Jade Cargo, man. I can't wait. I hope she shows up Friday. Like, I hope she shows up Friday. Um, and then we were talking about network moves and everything. And with SmackDown coming off of uh, Fox, I'm wondering if Tony Khan doesn't slip in and go, 
hey, Fox, do you still want some wrestling? Like, you want to put us our Rampage show? Oh, by the way, it's going to be Ring of Honor Rampage, and it'll be on, you know, Fox at the same time SmackDown was on or something. Or, you know, because that'd be, that'd be a way, one, for him to show, like, hey, guys, the reason they get such good ratings is it's on a network television. I'm also curious what's going to happen to SmackDown ratings when they go to USA. So it won't be on a, just a regular antenna-channeled TV. Oh, get. yeah. It'll be on... You technically have to pay extra to get USA. Although I, I don't know how many people in the country, like I don't know all the statistics, how many people in the country have basic cable and don't, but it's something that crossed my mind for sure. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, we talk about Fox or, you you know, you talked about Fox and what they will and won't get and, you know, who's um, being considered and all that. Well, Fox wants to go to a more sports dominated um, weekend. So it could be where they're going to make a move to get more college games. Um, you know, there's a couple of college games played on Fridays, but most of them are on Saturday. Um, but yeah, I mean, from what I guess Fox wasn't super happy with the 2 billion as far as the return and advertising and everything. (laughs) Oh, darn. Yeah. Darn 2 billion. All right. Thanks for the 2 billion. We'll move on. And I think the deal that they ended up getting was either 1.4 or 1.7 billion. Um, on top, McMahon just walked away with nine billion. And um, you know, there's all kinds of rumors that he may be forced to step down or away. Yeah, I saw cause. that article in Forbes. Ooh. Yeah, Forbes reported that TKO. I guess when the merger officially happened, and they got to see the books, I guess, and saw all the more of the behind the scenes and what we didn't get announced makes you go and they went, Oh, this could be a problem. Yeah. You think you'd have looked at that before you signed a merger. A little bit of a liability. They say, yep. A little bit of a liability. I could have told you that. And damn, um, the president of, uh, UFC, I mean, not that he's without fault and stuff, but I mean, he knows everybody and you would have thought he would have gotten wind and looked at his boss and gone (laughs) boss. Listen, uh, and, you know, they they look over at him and go, hey, man, we're going to make you the president of something. Oh, yeah. I, I've always wanted to be president. Yep, never mind. I'm good. So, yeah, yep, hire McMahon. Hey. Yeah. And he's sitting over here. Oh, you know, uh, Dana White. He's sitting there. That, 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 that shit doesn't matter to me. I believe that, too. Like, he could care less. He's still going to be him. He's still going to do him. But add a couple of zeros onto his already uh, pretty cool salary. Not that he's not deserving because UFC is a, just a monster. Um, and, you know, so is the WWE. And if they can figure out a way to get those two organizations to live symbiotically, watch out. Yeah, for sure. Talk about bringing the real sports field to wrestling, which is what AEW promised. But now WWE could actually do that if if they use some of the UFC. And um, I think I read somewhere that the UFC fighters now could have an option when they're done fighting and retiring the UFC to go easily into WWE as like part of their contracts. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um, but I mean, it's wrestling, so there's rumors and everybody knows everything and we're all getting worked or we're getting shoot. Like, who knows? It's all out there. Who knows what's going on? But, you know, there are things that you're like, oh, like I hadn't heard about the Amazon Prime thing until you mentioned it. I was like, really? So who, who knows if that's going to be something. I had heard something a while ago that Amazon Prime wanted to get involved in wrestling. And I remember when WWE was rumored for sale, it was Disney and Amazon were the two talking about it. So it would make sense if they, all right, well, we didn't get to buy you, but let's let's work on a streaming deal. So we got Thursday Night Football at Amazon. So why not put, you know, 
Monday Night Raw on on Amazon streaming. So that'd be cool. I, I would be down with that. Speaking of NFL, I mean, I want to say something to Go Dolphins. Oh. Putting up a 70 points on uh, old Broncos. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I yeah. watched that game and I watched it from beginning to end because I'm a Dolphin fan, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. And absolutely like just was smiling. And I'm so torn on the last play where he could have kicked the three points and gotten the all-time record. And I was like, ah, but I understand because Mike Badano was like, I don't want to run the score up. And he didn't. Like, if you look at some of the scores after they got a big lead, they were running plays. What do you want the guy to do? Not to run in for the end zone? <laughs> like, especially <laughs> a rookie when this is his first time being able to play. Give him, he got two rushing touchdowns and two uh, receiving touchdowns, it, like, on his first NFL appearance. Like, hello, 726 yards. Sorry, I just wanted a tangent. I just Yeah, and uh, to our G-Men faithful fans out there, you got to trust the process. <laughs> and uh, I started this season saying, hey, I just want to go 500. And, you know, oh, they just gave Danny Dimes all this money. Yeah, but they didn't they didn't give anyone else any money. They didn't bring all these big stars in. Um, and then you turn around and Saquad's hurt. So you're like, ah. Oh. So maybe the O'Hara's were right in not, you know, footing the bill to um, to just give uh, Saquon a bunch of money. So hang in there. But yeah, I'm uh, I was. Oh, man. So I think it's going to be uh, San Fran and Miami in the Super Bowl. Whew. Ooh, what a show that'll be. I was hoping man. for the Bills, but it does not look like it. Yeah, I don't think the Bills are going to. I think we'll get the Bills. We got the Bills this weekend, so it'll be a test. And if we put up 48 points on the Bills, man, I just don't see that they're stopping this Miami Dolphins team. And, you know, I think next week, so we got the Bills this week, and I think next week we got your Giants. So I'm a little terrified for you because <laughs> by all accounts, Denver's a little better than New York right now. Oh, my God. Maybe we'll break the record that game. <laughs> Freaking Denver, dude. Oh, man. One of my buddies, one of my buddies, uh, Bobby. Hey, man, Bobby, if if you're out there, you're listening. Thoughts and prayers out to uh, the Mile High Faithfully Strong. Yeah, I was surprised <laughs> we didn't hear something about uh, Sean Payton on the hot seat after that. I mean, you lost about 50 points, man. That's that's rough. After he was talking smack, too, about Hackett and how Hackett ran the team, up, you know, or didn't run the team. and Well, Hackett never got beat by 70 points, so there's that. Man. So I know we usually talk wrestling, but uh, I just, I wonder, I saw your Giants hat and I saw my Dolphin hat and I'm like, you know, we're going against each other here in a couple of weeks. Won't be long. Yeah. But no, it's, uh, it's good to see, you know, good to see uh, Tua playing well, looks healthy. Um, looks like Moser, the best quarterback in the NFL. Man, he's, yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely up there. If it's not comeback player of the year, um, the AFC offensive player, player of the year, or, I don't know if um, you know he'll get enough credit to be the MVP, but he's definitely playing like a boss. So, damn. yeah, I, I think there'll be, uh, and we'll see how the year progresses. But if they keep playing like they're will, they are, there's going to be some conversation between him, Hill, and and Chain, our rookie for MVP. I think personally, and I, I I think if you're not talking about Coach McDaniel's as Coach of the Year, yeah, but we'll see. It's too early. I'm not going to get ahead of myself. We're only. 3-0, we started last year 3-0, and and then tragedy happened in the Buffalo game last year. So we're going to we're gonna take it easy and be calm. But I will say that out of the three games, he's only been sacked once and only been hit four times. So 
offensive line is doing their job. But we pivoted off of wrestling there a little bit. That's all right. We're allowed to do that. It's our show. Yeah. Come at me, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you. so we, we've unfortunately had some of our uh, superstars from the WWE get released, and we've, you know, discussed some of them. We've talked about the changes in the WWE, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, Triple H is no longer considered a VP. Um, but he's still in charge of creative. He still got a $5 million, uh, check once the buyer buyout went through, um, a lot of really good stuff going on with the WWE. And it feels like their brand is growing and evolving and catching a lot of new eyes. And AEW is sustaining and not like growing and, you know, and I, and I really hope they get it figured out and they grow new fans every day, like what the big juggernaut WWE is doing. And I don't want the eight, I don't want AEW to go out and try and become the WWE because they, they were advertised as like the opposite of that. So, you know, rampage, the viewing is whatever it is collision, the viewing and the buy rate and, you know, house shows, you know, tickets are whatever they are. I really hope with uh, Brian Danielson as head of creative for Collision and some of the wrestlers that are currently on the AEW roster, if they could become more of a household name, um, that would definitely help their cause because you, you, you don't want to go and make your name by bringing in everyone that the WWE let go. And yes, Jericho is a WWE guy, but he is the face of AEW, and he would never tell anyone anything different. Um, he's very, very proud of the championships that he's won, uh, one Ring of Honor championship and uh, one AEW World Championship, and just phenomenal um, with names like Jericho, MJF, uh, Moxley, uh, Eddie Kingston, just to carry that flag um, I really hope that they can, you know, keep their, you know, their, um, what's the right word? I just want them to keep their, their stature as, you know, not become top. WCW and start right. pulling Yeah, in. that's, that's a good way to put it. Oh, yes. million yeah. dollar man's free. We got him. Oh, Rick Root, yeah. we got him, you know, and not pull in everybody that leaves <laughs> W because that's what WCW did. And I think that's what led, especially when the politics all hit the back. And, uh, I will say the one thing about AEW is. The politics game from outside looking in started to become an issue, especially with the good old Phil there. And I think, you know, it got to the point where Con was like, that's enough. And I don't know if things changed in the back or not, but it feels like it. Like it you're does, not hearing yeah. stories about people getting in fights backstage. Um, we're not hearing like it just seems to have quieted down a little bit. And the product on TV seems to be showing that. So they keep that momentum going. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. I th yeah. I, and it's I successful. Think, yeah. It's yeah. a successful product. It's not like everybody's like, oh, they suck. But if it wasn't successful, they wouldn't be looking at a $2 billion deal for the next TV thing. They wouldn't be talking to Max. They wouldn't be partnering up with New Japan to do more pay-per-views. Like, they're successful. It's just they're not WWE successful, which WWE's been around for 40-something years. Of course they're not. AEW's been around four. So they've got 10 times as long on them to grow that fan base. And even to this day, people go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I was talking about Thunder Rosa. Oh, is she the WWE champion? I'm like, no. AEW, it's a different brand. Oh, okay. But like my mom didn't know the difference. And it's like, no, it's a different brand, but they're just as good. Like they're worth watching. So, you know, it'll, it'll take them time, but I think they'll get there. Yeah. I hope, I definitely hope they will. 
And you bring up that, I mean, that's such a strong point, you know, 60 years and six or five. And in 60 years, WWE never did what AEW has done with their show all in and just the alternative, you know, and there's nothing wrong with a million views um, on a TV show. That's fantastic. Why? And, you know, here I am with my WWE brain. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, as fans, we should be elated that, that we have another product that we can watch and consume wrestling a different way. Just like, you know, you're going to eat steak cooked one way, or you're going to have chicken barbecued. Maybe you're going to have it fried. Maybe you're going to have it, you know, um, as a, as a burger or whatever, it's still chicken. It's still steak. It's still a burger, whatever. Um, you're just eating it a little bit different and it's, it's freaking awesome, especially like you're saying now, when the last couple of weeks, the shows are progressively getting better. And that show at Arthur Ashe, the feel of it, the the product, um, just it was awesome. The crowd, they they were feeling it. And that, you know, yeah, I just I thought it was really cool. I love that new set. <laughs> Wrestle Dream, man. Wrestle Dream is a card. I, we'll talk about it Thursday because uh, we'll get more into like some AEW specific chat, chat because it'll be after... Uh, well, I don't know. This one's been a mix anyway. I kind of like these format of our shows where we talk everything wrestling, but we'll save something for Thursday because I, I definitely want to talk about the uh, the Wrestle Dream card because what a card that's shaping up to be. There's some matches on there that uh, have potential to be match of the year. Before we wrap this one up, though, I do want to talk about a match that I think could be in my top 10 matches of the year that I never in my life thought I would say. But Dominic Mysterio and Dragon Lee. What the F, man? Holy crap. I watched that match and I was just like, is Dragon Lee this good or is Dominic improved this much? Because that was fantastic. And I wanted to talk about when we were talking about Raw a little bit earlier and I just forgot until just now, but holy cow. Like Dragon Lee went out there like, you know, JR used to see maximize your minutes. Boy, he went out there and maximized his minutes and almost to the point where I don't think Dom had a choice. I think some of those kicks and flips. Like he was like, no, you're going to sell this. Like I'm going to throw you from the top <laughs> to the bottom on the floor and it's going to hurt if you don't like bounce it. Right. Right. Cause whoo, that match was like, go, 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 go. Like uh, not to compare and contrast, but it felt like an AEW match at some point. So I'm like, this is like, you know, a commander, uh, Vikingo match. It was just like, man, it's really good. And I never thought I'd say that about a Dominic Mysterio match at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got to be a mixture of Dom having more reps. Uh, Mommy hasn't been around as much, so he's had to get more. He's had to be in the ring a little bit more. And, you know, he's showing up three nights a week. So it's the reps, um, the, you know, the character work where he can't even get a word out edgewise. I freaking love that now. And uh, but yeah, his his ring work, you know, he's watched his dad and you know, everybody, Eddie, you know, his whole entire life. So I think some of that was like natural. But like you said, I mean, over the last month and a half, two months, he's gotten significantly better. And uh, Dragon Lee being able to carry or raise uh, Dom's game, that's a tribute to to both of them. And uh, that's just a sample of the product that we're seeing on NXT. You know, Tiffany Stratton, you know, is doing some great stuff, um, I'll, you know, what still blows my mind, Ali was doing some really good stuff down at NXT. He wanted to be released, so it sort of worked out. Corbin really doing some good stuff on top of all of the phenomenal young talent that is down there. Um, but yeah, I'm, it's it's awesome when we can get 
WWE level matches out of NXT on the big stage instead of in the performance center in front of 800 people or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm super happy for him. Yep. I just wanted to at least bring that up before we, we left because I don't want people to think I don't like talking about WWE, but I really enjoyed that match. I thought it was great. So I wanted to make sure I shattered it out because it's not often I get to say that about WWE matches. So. <laughs> there are actually a couple on this one. I, I thought the Bronson Reed match was really good. Uh, I thought the Champa uh, Ludwig Kaiser match was good. And I like the storyline they're doing with Imperium. So um, very good Raw. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I know we went off on some other tangents tonight, but there was definitely some things on Raw that I, I was impressed with this Raw. Good. So really, really liked it. It's uh, the second, what is it, the second show that McMahon wasn't the sole owner of WWE. Like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. So Crazy, crazy. Well, Yay. hopefully, like I enjoyed Raw, you guys enjoyed listening to us. Please like shot like shy. That's easy for me to say. Be shy. Be like, shy. subscribe, and share uh, around to your buddies uh, on YouTube and Rumble. We go live every Tuesday and Thursday. Saturday we go sometimes live on the Fantasy Sports Core uh, when we can. Sometimes life gets in the way. Sometimes we get preempted. But Fantasy Sports Core, shout out to those guys for supporting us. Uh, they were one of our first channels that they let us get on. So we appreciate the partnership there. And look forward to doing this Saturday show where we recap everything in the week and not just kind of midweek, beginning week, that kind of stuff. So, uh, again, like, share, subscribe on YouTube and Rumble. Follow our podcast, No Shave Man Cave, wherever you listen to your podcast. At uh, Newsflash, Google Podcast is going away. So, they'll have to now get us on Google Music. But, yeah, Google Podcast is gone. It's going to Google Music. Uh, just in case anybody, I use Google Podcast. So, that's why I was like, oh. But, uh, yeah. So, anywhere you get your podcast from. Again, leave us a five-star review on the podcast. Let us know you enjoy us and are listening. Give us some feedback. We like the feedback. We can only grow and adjust with it. Uh, I think I covered it all. Oh, if you want to reach out to us, noshavemancave uh, at gmail.com. We're also on all your socials, noshavemancave. Now I've covered it all. Now it's your turn to take us out. Yeah, buddy. Bump and feed, bump and feed. Yes, sir. Hey. Great show. Thank you so much for checking us out. To all our brothers and sisters at arms, stay safe. Keep doing what you're doing. We love you. We're super proud of you. Now hurry up. Get your ass home. And until next time, my friends, my fam, thanks for checking us out. Stay safe. Look out for yourselves. Look out for one another. And we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.